That's what I'm here to do. So it really makes me happy to introduce to you Reverend Chris Jimerson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brent. I want to be introduced like that for every other service. Thanks. Good morning. Welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth, meaning, and beauty. As Brent said, I'm Chris Jimerson. I am the Minister for Program Development here at the church, and I have with me your terrific lay leader, Bill Phillips. We welcome each and every one of you to this very special intergenerational service. People of all ages will stay with us for the service as we examine what we might learn about life and spirituality from the Muppets. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person. And it's in that tradition that I invite you to turn to those around you and greet the holy among us this morning. It's also our tradition in Unitarian Universalist churches to begin our services by lighting a chalice, which is a symbol of our faith. Please join me in our words for lighting the chalice. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Our opening reading this morning is titled... Miss Piggy, Why I Am a Feminist Pig, by Miss Piggy. I believe that any woman who refuses to accept society's preconceived notions of who or what they can be is a feminist. I believe any woman who is willing to struggle, strive, and if necessary, learn karate (laughs) to make their mark in the world, is a feminist. And yes, I believe that any woman who cares about her appearance, her star billing, and most especially her percentage of the gross, (laughs) is a feminist. Unitarian Universalism is a pluralistic faith. We draw from all of the world's wisdom and religious traditions. We don't have a set of beliefs, a creed we all have to sign on to. So sometimes people ask us, well then, what holds you all together? Well, one of the things that holds us together in this church is our mission. It's our common purpose, and we say it together every Sunday. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Our reading this morning for Centering and Commitment is titled, Deciding What Your Big Dream Is, by Kermit the Frog. When you decide what your big dream is, you'll be bursting with enthusiasm and want to share it with everybody. Most everybody will give you one of those, okay, that's nice, now please pass the ketchup. 
Some will scoff, suggesting that whatever your big dream is, it's too big for you. And a select few will whisper words of encouragement. My advice is this. Pass the ketchup, ignore the scoffers, and remember those words of encouragement because they're the only ones that matter. Now is the time in our service where we breathe together. Breathing together, we feel the loving kindness of those around us. We breathe together and we follow our breath to that deeper place inside. That source of wisdom, that place where our pure spirit resides, that spark of the divine within each of us. And breathing together, we enter a time of sacred silence together remembering that in this congregation, human sounds and the sounds of small children are a part of that sacred silence. Breathing in, breathing out, let us enter into that time of sacred silence together. looks familiar, vaguely familiar, almost unreal yet, it's too soon to feel yet, close to my soul and yet so I'm going to go back. 
I have waited my entire life to begin a sermon with the Swedish chef doing Rapper's Delight. (laughs) And choosing this service topic gave me an excuse to wear my new Muppet boots featuring Animal. In actuality, I've been thinking about doing this service since way back when I was in seminary and having to read many, many, many theology books and write many, many theology papers. One evening, I decided I needed to clear my head of the deep thinking for a bit, so my spouse Wayne and I went out to see a movie. Thinking it would get me about as far away from theology as I could get, We went to see the Muppet movie that was playing at that time, which was simply called The Muppets. Now, by the way, for Unitarian Universalists, theology doesn't have to involve a god or gods, though it can. It can also, though, be a way way of thinking about and understanding that which is ultimate, that which is most important for living richly and fully, that which is larger than ourselves, but of which we are a part. Anyway, I'm sitting there watching the movie, and I'm like, wow, there's a kind of theology happening here. It's a theology about creating community and struggling together toward a common purpose. The Muppets have always had each other, even when things looked bleak. They stuck together. They stayed in relationship even when they had conflict. They never let one another give up. They carried each other when needed. And I sat there thinking, here we have a band of quirky, intelligent, creative oddballs and misfits who somehow find each other and create a caring community where they laugh, cry, play, and sing together. Oh my God, they're Unitarian Universalists. (laughs) I told Wayne all of this. He said, shut up and watch the movie. I'm joking about that last part. We talked on the way home, not during the movie. We were at Alamo Draft House, and the ghost of Ann Richards would have taken us out if we had done so. (laughs) 
Over the past 63 years now, in television programs like Sesame Street and The Muppet Show, as well as in their movies, the Muppets have modeled spiritual themes rooted in community, belonging, and interconnectedness. We can help each other follow our dreams. Reconciliation and redemption are possible. They've modeled staying true to yourself and your calling, mysticism and wonder, the effort and the struggle being more important than the outcome, being willing to ask for help when we, when we need it, and to quote one line from the movie, life's a happy song when there's someone beside you to sing it. Now, a while back, I put a public post on Facebook asking folks, over the years, what have you learned about life and living from the Muppets? Now, I should have known in a mostly Unitarian Universalist crowd that I would get some typically smart aleck responses like, it ain't easy being green, don't be a grouch or you'll end up living in a garbage can, cookies are good, don't play with electricity like Crazy Harry. The more serious responses, though, all also focused in on that idea of belonging and relationships. Folks had gotten these things from the Muppets. The importance of listening deeply to one another. The power of music to turn strangers into friends and friends into family. How friends make life exponentially better. That you might as well embrace life's weirdness because life is already weirder than you think it is. Those came courtesy of our friend Bear, who works here at the church. Caring and curiosity will make your own life better. Our differences are what make life more interesting and creative. And even with our differences, we can all live on the same street and get along. We can all come together and create something beautiful if given the chance. I loved that one. And I loved it that one of our church couples has decided that everyone has a spirit Muppet in life. You know, like spirit animals. And they have chosen Ralph the dog and Grover as theirs. They decided this after reading about Slate.com Supreme Court reporter Dahlia Lithwick's unified theory of Muppet types, which she uses to explain a single factor that divides us in our society. She says, every one of us is either a chaos Muppet or an order Muppet. Here's how Lithwick explains her unified Muppet theory. Chaos Muppets are out of control emotional, volatile. They tend toward the blue and fuzzy. They make their way through life in a swirling maelstrom of food crumbs, small flaming objects, and the letter C. <laughs> Cookie Monster, Ernie, Grover, Gonzo, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, and paradigmatically Animal are all chaos Muppets. Zelda Fitzgerald was a chaos Muppet, so, I must tell you, is former Justice Stephen Breyer. Order Muppets, and I'm thinking about Bert, Scooter, Sam the Eagle, Kermit the Frog, and the blue guy who is always harassed by Grover at restaurants, the Order Muppet Everyman, tend to be neurotic, highly regimented, averse to surprises, and may sport monstrously large eyebrows. They sometimes resent the responsibility of the world weighing on their felt shoulders, but they secretly revel in the knowledge that they keep the show running. 
Your first grade teacher was probably an order Muppet. So is Chief Justice John Roberts. And in this way, she says, we can understand all societal conflict. So are you an order Muppet or a chaos Muppet? Now, whether or not you buy Lithwick's unified theory of Muppet types, I do think that the Muppet characters can be thought of as archetypes that capture some of our human traits and, more specifically, our Unitarian Universalist faith characteristics rather well. Now, of course, we have to start with Kermit the Frog, who I think can be thought of as representing our Unitarian Universalist rootedness in rationality and the use of reason. He's a steadfast thinker, a philosopher, a natural leader. And there's a great drive in this part of our faith that leads us to contemplation, discovery, and progress in our state of knowledge. The shadow side of it, though, is that we can get so caught up in our heads that we sometimes get frozen and don't actually act upon that knowledge. But either way, how can we keep from loving a frog who does a cover of Talking Heads once in a lifetime? living in a shotgun shack and you may find yourself in another part of the world and you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife and you may ask yourself well how did i get here letting the days go by letting the water hold me down letting the days go by water Now, in contrast, I think animal can be thought of as representing our embodied, emotional, passionate side. This is the side of us that drives us to acting upon our faith, but can also result in us being hasty, irrational. Still, there is a deep well of compassion and love that resides in this part of us. Bonnie! Bonnie! We're bunnies. Oh, we're bunnies. No bunnies. Oh, bunnies. Oh, oh bunnies. Oh, come on, bunnies. Come on. Next. I think Fozzie the bear can be thought of as representing how we can enhance our faith by infusing it with a sense of fun, fellowship, joy, and humor. While our faith would become shallow if these were all that it involved, fun, fellowship, joy, and humor can very much help us sustain and deepen the other aspects of our spirituality, even when the jokes are really bad. Waka waka. So a guy says to me, did you take a bath today? And I said, why? Is there one missing? Oh, oh, here's a good one. What did the chicken say to the egg? I don't know. I don't speak chicken to you. 
So a guy finds a magic lamp and asks the genie inside to make him a sandwich. Poof! Guy gets turned into a roast beef on rye. Talk about a pickle! You ever hear why zombies don't eat clowns? Cause they taste funny. Ah! <laughs> so why did the man put his hot dog in a sweater? Ah! <laughs> because it was actually a chili dog. Ah! Waka waka! <laughs> And then there's Janice, our guitar-rocking, deep-thinking, mystical side of ourselves. I also suspect Janice may be a Buddhist. Janice and we, though, have to be careful sometimes to avoid thinking we're being deeper than we really are. And now for another Muppet Thought of the Week. No one will forgive you more than your friends because no one gets more opportunities. Oh, wow, that was deep. That was heavy. Join us again next week for another Muppet Thought of the Week. And I have always loved Statler and Waldorf, the grumpy guys that sit up in the balcony and offer unsolicited commentary. I think maybe they can be thought of as representing our Unitarian Universalist history of skepticism and questioning. A healthy dose of skepticism and questioning has helped keep ours an honest religion. I think the danger may be, though, that too much skepticism can devolve into sitting on the sidelines and criticizing the efforts of others in our faith. Hey, you old fool! You slept through the show! Who's a fool? You watched it! <laughs> well, we should have wished him luck. Well, it's too late now. It's never too late. Bring the leg! Bring the leg! <laughs> when I was a kid, I left home to join a traveling circus. Oh, were your folks upset? Are you kidding? They're the ones who got me the job. <laughs> you really got to hand it to Fozzie. Hand him what? Abuse. Oh. Boo! Boo! This is terrible! <laughs> And of course, we cannot leave out Miss Piggy, who, as you heard in our reading earlier, can, is a feminist, as well as I think represents that there may probably be a spark of diva, as well as that spark of divine within all of us. In fact, in 2015, Miss Piggy received the Sackler Center First Award for her feminism from the Elizabeth A. Sackler Center for Feminist Art at the Brooklyn Museum. Gloria Steinman presented her with the award. Miss Piggy, though, I think, has a certain particular kind of feminism. She embraces her femininity and feminine charm, but is tough as nails, knows karate, and will take you down if you mess with her. I like to think of Miss Piggy as representing our strong and steadfast commitment to feminism and all struggles for equality and human rights, our affirming and promoting the inherent worth and dignity of every person. Here's Miss Piggy in her own words with some advice on being stylish and living life. Working on Misadventure was such a treat. Oh, it's so much more than a fashion campaign. It's like making a mini movie. Mm. Does anybody know if this gig makes me eligible for an Oscar, by the way? 
For moi, personal style begins and ends with loving who you are. Mm. Every morning before I walk out the door, I make sure to look in a mirror and plant a bunch of kisses right all over myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my day is just, it's just splendid after that. Yeah. I am all about keeping my style fresh. Yeah. I love to mix it up. I mean, it's all about doing something different every single day. I mean, what's the point of looking in the mirror if you can't surprise yourself, right? <laughs> if I were to give advice to other women... It, now, listen up, because it sounds like I'm going to say something really important here, all right? Trust yourself and know who you are. I know who I am, and I've never known anybody better. So those are just a few of our Muppet archetypes. My apologies if I left out anyone's favorite Muppet character. I leave it to you to figure out what archetype they might represent, as well as to discern your own spirit Muppet if you are so moved. I'm leaning towards Gonzo. So to summarize, Muppet theology is about our need for connection, community, and belonging. It's about knowing that creating community can be difficult and messy sometimes, but if we stay in relationship with each other, even during the challenges, we can become our best selves and create something greater than ourselves all at the same time. Muppet theology is about learning that the things that may be our greatest strengths can also be aspects of ourselves that contain challenges and potential pitfalls. It is about being there for each other, carrying each other when it's needed, as well as celebrating our uniqueness and our differences. In these times wherein cynicism abounds, it occurred to me as I was working on this service that the Muppets might seem a bit naive and simplistic these days. Then I thought, or perhaps they are expressing some very basic human values from which we can too easily become separated. Maybe we could benefit from a return to simple compassion, caring, and communality. The Muppets model for us that sense of caring and compassion. They model how if we stay in community, stay in relationship through good times and bad, we can make beautiful music together. And so it is that I am left with no choice but to close by offering you at least a small part of the Muppets performing Bohemian Rhapsody. Just gotta get out, just gotta get out.
Scooter? Uh, yeah, Chief? Remind me to stop setting up these video conferences. They're not very productive. You got it. Sheesh. And amen. <laughs> Please join me in saying our words for extinguishing the chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.